Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. So we talked about Eli Manning a lot yesterday. The decision to work these other quarterbacks in. I still heard yesterday throughout the day, I can't believe the Giants benched Eli Manning for Geno Smith. That is not the way it went. They did not do that. And it was even reiterated even more when John Mara spoke yesterday and said that, you know, this was not the plan. The plan was to take a look at the younger players, and the only way you could really take a look at the younger players is if Eli Manning's not playing. And then he made the decision not to play at all. And I do respect that decision if he felt like his streak was going to be tarnished, his starting streak, because he wasn't finishing the game. And I respect that if that's what he wanted to do. But they didn't sit him down and say, you're not playing because you're not good enough any longer, and we believe that Geno Smith is. No, they're saying, our season is done, and we need to evaluate what we have on this roster before we go into the draft next year that is supposedly very quarterback-heavy at the top where we will be. Yeah. So, John Mara wasn't around the day before. When this broke, he was at owners' meetings, so it was basically a crying Eli Manning, which felt bad for him because he felt like his Giants days were limited. Mm-hmm. And you had Ben McAdoo try to talk about it, and he is not equipped to do so. He just does not come across well in these situations. So comes across a little insensitive, and maybe you have to be that way as a head coach at times. But yeah, but I mean, he still uh, praised Eli for what he's done over his. 14-year career, uh, he handled it as best as Ben McAdoo could. (laughs) Right, which isn't really satisfactory to a lot of Giants fans. So John Mara, the owner who is well-respected, spoke yesterday on this and uh, first just gave his thoughts on how things went down. It was not the way we hoped it would turn out. I was hoping that he would continue to play. Um, And then we work out at what point the other quarterbacks go into the game. It just didn't work out that way. And once, Once I heard that, I knew what was coming. Yeah, so he knew that the reaction was coming once he heard that Eli didn't want to play, and mm-hmm. and, and that wasn't their plan. I mean, I don't even know. Maybe it was late in the fourth quarter. Maybe it was the, the full fourth quarter. Maybe it was the, the beginning of the second. I mean, they, they probably didn't even know that. They were just going to him saying, you know, at some point, this is going to happen, and, and he said, no, I don't want to be a part of that. Yeah. Um. So the, the Giants, you know, in, in these situations, you're never going to come out of it with people saying, man, that was just the best way to go about this because there really isn't the right way there is but, no right way you're right it, it, it's a delicate to say it situation. was classless to me that's people were saying it was classless i don't think it was classless i mean once eli says he doesn't want to start what do you do then you throw him a party like what mm-hmm. how do you in, insert class i think what those folks are saying once he said he doesn't want to take part in this he doesn't want to start a game and then hand the ball over to someone else in the second half you want to finish what you start and and so at that point, you should have just acquiesced 
and and given Eli what he wanted. You should allow him to start and let the ball game flow organically. And then if something transpired in the second half where you felt the need or you felt it was the right time to take him out, take him out. That's what you want. Then that situation may not arise. Uh, I, I grant you that. But that's the better way to have handled it. And, yes, you want to get a look at these other guys. Uh, but – it's it's as we just attested to, it's such a delicate situation. And Eli, I understand the competitor that he is. He didn't want to start something and then uh, hand the reins over to uh, the the backup just because you want to get a look at them. He's going out there trying to win these ball games, uh, even though they're, they're going nowhere and, and they may not even be able to or capable of winning. You know these next few ball games, five that they have left. But he, the competitor, wants to go out there and start and finish what he starts. Yeah, and I just don't – I'm not going to put Eli's feelings above trying to fix the organization. And they believe that the information they can gather at the end of the season about the quarterbacks they have to best prepare them for the draft next season because they're completely out of any sort of contention, that to me is more important than the class part of it, personally. Uh, and that's how the, the, the Giants felt about it too. Now, uh, John Maris said that – this is the the dirt comment you were talking about, that uh, maybe this isn't the end for Eli Manning as a Giant. I don't think he should be writing his obituary just yet. I mean, I, I, a lot of things can change between now and and uh, next spring and next season. And um, we obviously have some tough decisions to make at the end of the year. And you know, who knows what's going to happen. And as I mentioned yesterday, I think the Giants' original plan was to work these guys in in the second half at some point, have Eli start every game, and then either decide that Davis Webb and very unlikely but still a possibility that Geno Smith was going to be someone that could start games for them or you know be the next guy or end up drafting one of these quarterbacks and then have Eli play out the string until that next guy was ready that that was maybe their plan but now it can't be now because the way this happened and Eli didn't agree to that plan and how awkward is it going to be if Eli goes out there and is just like okay you know, now, I mean, because everybody would have already known who the successor was, but the way now that this happened, the way it did and played out so publicly, and there was so much backlash for this, Eli can't go out there and start next year for the Giants with whomever they decide is the next guy behind him. He's going to want to get out of there. He should right. want to get out of there. Right. And there are a couple of good landing spots for him. I, I would agree there are some good landing spots for him. And Archie Manning, his father, of course, has said that Eli has never envisioned playing for another franchise other than the Giants until the other day when all this came down. So uh, he is probably weighing his option. And, and I think at some point, maybe before the season's over or once it's over, he'll go and say, hey, let's, let's, let's just part ways. Uh, let's do this in an amicable uh, what manner, and let's part ways and see what you can get from me. That would help your franchise out, and I can go where I'm really wanted and, and can help uh, another franchise out. So I, I think that's what's going to happen down the road, and that's the best way to handle it moving forward. But there's there's no question the Giants weren't ready. They didn't expect Eli to say no to this yeah. plan, and they had no plan B. And so now you have this mess on, on, on your hands. So they had to just, just say, okay, well, We've got to see these guys. And and, and, and John Harris said he thought that uh, McAdoo and Reese had already discussed this because it, obviously it was on his mind. It was top of mind. we got to see what we're working with uh, next season. So let's see what these cats behind Eli can do. And, and yet McAdoo and, and Reese, I guess they hadn't uh, broached this topic. Yeah, it was John Mara. You're right. John Mara said, I initiated the conversation about getting a look at the younger guys. It was him. 
So those who wanted to put it all on Ben McAdoo benching Eli Manning are so wrong about that because it was the owner, as I suspected, that said, Mm -hmm. we need to because you guys aren't competent enough, clearly, to handle this properly. We need to see what we have before the draft. This is John Mara talking about how the decision played out, what we were just talking about. The timing of it could have been a little different. I wish I, wish I could have been here uh, you know, when that was all going down. But what I, what I did not expect, and you know, this is my fault, I was probably naive, I did not expect Eli to react by saying that, uh, you know, go ahead and start the other guys. Yeah, so he's, he's saying that you know, this, this caught him off guard, as you mentioned, and, and now they're in this uh, predicament. And unfortunately... The perception of this is that the Giants are totally incompetent, but what they need to do is forget about that and just stick to the plan. All right, let's find out who our next quarterback's going to be. Not everybody's Tom Brady that can play at 40 years old as well as he played at Mm -hmm. 30 years old. Not everybody is that guy, and Eli Manning clearly isn't that guy. And I'm not saying that it's all his fault, and no one is saying that. The Giants aren't saying that. There isn't a single person out there saying that most of the blame is on Eli Manning for how this season went. Right. Uh, but he's not going to be playing forever, and he hasn't played at a high level. So this is the stuff that you have to do Isn't as it hard as it though, is. Because uh, there are a lot of Giants fans. I run into them from time to time around this joint, and they're always assailing Eli Manning. And yet this happens, and now they have his back. It's just, it's, it's just funny. It's comical how they have shifted. Now, if they can land base... Eli, but I dare you do it, the boss man of Eli. Yeah, I, I think that a lot of this has to do with the fact that they really, really dislike Ben McAdoo. Like, they can't stand that guy. Really? And then also, on top of that, you've got a guy, Geno Smith, who was playing for the other team in town and made a complete mockery of himself when he was the quarterback of the Jets, and he's the guy who's taking over for Eli Manning in this situation. So the optics from the Giants fan is Ben McAdoo, a complete doofus, just put in another complete doofus <laughs> over the guy that made me feel the best I've felt in my sports life. And unfortunately, they can't get past those emotions and think about it from a logical standpoint. Okay, speaking of emotions, and you were not emotional, but not happy when LeBron James inserted himself into the Knicks business. Mm -hmm. Uh, Phillip Rivers, he's inserted himself into the Giants business with his comments about how Eli Manning has been treated in this whole affair. Does that bother you? Yeah, a little bit. I mean, I don't think that he needs to say anything about that because he has... Well, first of all, I think that he's probably thinking of himself, too, and like the respect that he wants whenever that starts, that process starts for him. So he's probably thinking along those lines where, like, if that's me, then I'm going to be really ticked off. And I understand Eli's mm-hmm. going to be ticked off, too. Right. No one wants to be told that the end is near. No one wants to hear that. So he's probably thinking about that. But I don't. And this is one of those instances where a guy ends up having an opinion on something and then gets roasted for that opinion. And if he didn't say anything, then we say, why don't you ever say anything? So I, I am conscious of that. 
But to me, it's not it's not your business. You're nowhere near it. What do you care? If someone's coming to you the question because of the draft back in 2004, I mean, that's ancient history at this point. Just let the Giants do their thing, and you try to figure out how to win that AFC West. Mm-hmm. But you want to listen to um, Philip Rivers? I, yeah, let's listen to him because right. I have no problem with Philip Rivers voicing his opinion on this situation. Okay, go ahead. I honestly thought it was pathetic, really. I, I, I uh, you know, a guy, you know, he's, he's, he's been out there 210 straight games with no telling how many bumps and bruises and injuries for his team. Won two Super Bowls, uh, MVPs, um, you know, uh, the respect he's had in the locker room over the years, really the respect he's gained throughout the league. Um, you just you, you feel like the guys earned the opportunity if they are deciding, in fact, to, to go another direction. You feel like he's earned um, the opportunity to finish it off. Uh, finish off these last five weeks. Obviously, I know they hadn't had the season they want. But shoot, they've had a lot of the guys hurt. So, I, uh, I I just thought it was too bad the way it was handled. Yeah, I agree a hundred percent with fifty percent of what you said, and that is that maybe Philip Rivers is looking down the road and he wants things to be handled differently when it's his butt in this situation. Now, what he said there at the end about uh, Eli Manning earning the right to finish this thing off if they're going to move away from him after the season's over. I'm in agreement, and we've seen this from time to time with very good uh, players, superstars in pick a league where they are given the benefit of the doubt or they're allowed to hang on a little bit longer than than necessary and not saying Eli is even close to being done playing, but if an organization is done with them, uh, they have been giving that uh, that that uh, you know the right it's not necessarily a right but they have been allowed to continue to play and and even though it may be to a detriment of their organization yeah i just don't think that that's something that anybody is obligated to do i mean it's there's nothing about what eli manning it's done for the giants that should be affected by this i mean the guy's always going to be a two-time super bowl champ this is not going to be part of his story when it's all over it really will be a footnote Quite honestly, because the memories of Eli Manning in those two Super Bowls, especially the one in 2007, are much stronger than what this is right now. And I think that what you'll remember more is if the Giants screw this very critical part of their history up. Because we've seen before, you make mistakes at the quarterback position when you need to find the next guy. You're in a hole for 10 years. So if the Giant fans would rather respect Eli and let him play and go in blindfolded on what they have as they try to find the next great quarterback to win them Super Bowl championships, then fine, go ahead. But you might end up with a bunch of slop, and you might be a bottom feeder for five to ten years if they mess it up. No, Jacksonville's going to jump into the fray, and they're going to have an even Steven deal, and Blake Bortles oh. will be the next Giants quarterback for uh, over a decade. <laughs> Oof. What's wrong with <laughs> Imagine. Can they hire you for PR? Oh. They may need to. That's the best explanation I've heard about this situation. They should call you up. What's that now? What what you just said uh, about being mired in futility because you haven't figured that position out if you wait too long to address it. Yeah. Well, they should. What do you mean, what's that? You just said it. You forgot what you said? No, I I didn't know which part of it. Uh, I was doing a lot of talking. I didn't know which part. <laughs> All of it. Okay. All uh, right. Well, that well, that's what people will remember. They're not going to remember this. They might remember you know, Mike Francesa yelling about it because they like that, but they're not going to really remember this. Did I you mean, call him McCluthiness? <laughs> yes. Eli McCluthiness. Damn, you don't do that to McCluthiness. Oh, 
McCluttonus deserves more. Better. I mean, there's one, like I, I give him so much respect for being able to make waves and make news with that rant, but he was just so wrong about everything he said. He just he was, was following the wave. I mean, he just he. But here's the the art of this thing is that he knew how Giants fans felt, and he at that point decided to be the voice for them, and that's what made that rant so popular. Was that? That I am now your voice, as irrational as it is, as off base as it is, I'm here for you, mm. and and that's how that's the genius in that. I got your back. Yeah, so it's 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 funny how this business works. Yes, you know? it is, isn't it? Um, but uh, but yeah, so it's it's about getting that next guy, and we'll see if the Giants end up uh, hitting a home run to use a horrible sports cliche with their next. Quarterback uh, scoring a touchdown. Yeah, well, that's the uh, yeah. I know it's in the same Getting sport. The puck in the net. Uh, hole in one. Uh, slam dunk. Slam dunk's better. Home run. Slam dunk. Those are the two. Go! <laughs> Alo profundo. Alo profundo. No, no, no. No, no, no. Japan. How about that? That's a segue. You may or may not be an athlete, but I still know that pain for anybody is a real bummer. Regardless of your vocation or your age, you know this. Relief Factor is not just for athletes or retired athletes like me. Brian Jones here and for the first time ever, 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 I'm endorsing a pain reliever that is 100% drug-free. I'm endorsing a pain reliever no matter what it is for the first time ever, ever. But 100% drug-free, that's what sold me on Relief Factor that's what's important. And no, just because I'm a retired football player with aches and pains that, quite frankly, I deserve because of what I put my body through doesn't mean you can't lower or even eliminate your pain as well. Back pain, neck, shoulder, hip, knee, or foot pain can keep you from walking, sleeping through the night, golfing, playing tennis, or simply playing with your kids or grandkids. The good news is this. Relief Factor makes available a three-week quick start for only $19.95. That's less than a dollar a day. Go to relieffactor.com to order now. That's relieffactor.com. Greg Giannotti. Brian Jones on CBS Sports Radio. Coming up at the top of the hour, Dr. Leonard Moore, professor of American history, or history professor at the University of Texas and the founder of the Black Student Athlete Summit. A guy I'd known for a long time. <laughs> you can you were a charter member. Right? You can tell whose <laughs> who's guest is whose today. <laughs> because Yeah, who's the other guest on the show? Yeah, Daily Fantasy Sports guy. <laughs> uh, well, he, he wanted to come back on. So the reason we had Tony Niehaus on the first time was he had a dentist drop a drill down his throat and a piece of it got lodged in his pancreas. And it was an unbelievable story. So we had him on to tell the story, and then I asked him, hey, who would you like this week in the NFL? And he is usually very, very good at finding the cheaper guys. So let's listen to him the last time he was on with us prior to the Bills benching Tyrod Taylor. We didn't know how that was going to work out. I've had some good luck with some of these scrub guys. This week it might be the big Peterman. Everybody, everybody talking about Tyrod getting benched. I kind of like this Peterman guy mm-hmm. from Pitt this week. <laughs> How'd that work out for you? Yeah, I think he had like negative six points or something in fantasy that week. So 
He reached out to us and said, listen, I have to redeem myself. I cannot go on a national radio show, give you Peterman, and then duck out and never be on again. So uh, this will be uh, (laughs) is right. Um, But this will be a good time to listen to him, I would imagine, because he's not going to be that wrong two times. We said that last time. And we do Mm. a... $10 $10 NBA Wednesday night league that Mikey B's in, some other friends of mine are in. And it's so maddening. Like last night, I played, I had a decision. I was either going to go with Bradley Beal and Anthony Davis as a pair or two other guys. So I go with Beal and Davis. Beal gets hit in the face, cuts his face, goes to the locker room in the first quarter. All right. And then Anthony Davis is ejected yeah. in the second quarter. <laughs> and how about who was holding him back? DeMarcus Cousins. Yeah. Of all people. Right. I know. Really? <sighs> and once I saw that ejection, I just didn't look at the phone the rest of the night. I didn't even know how it finished. I didn't even Mikey B's telling me I just can't even take it. I could it's like ejection. Mm. An ejection. You never expect that from Mr. Davis. No, not at all. Docile human being. Okay, bogish. How are you, man? I'm good. How we are don't you? ask you enough how you're doing. How's, you do. You ask me plenty. It's fine. No, no, no. We don't really do that enough. Are Everything you? all right at home, kids, wife. Everybody's good, yeah. The yeah. house was cool. House is good. House just had the uh, the outside redone. Oh, Got cool. a facelift. Looks oh, beautiful. Sweet. Wow. Yeah. Well. Got a facelift on the house. Mm-hmm. I like it. Uh, are we going to get screwed with this new tax bill as homeowners on Long Island or what? Is that going to mm-hmm. screw us? Yep. Uh, I think so. Yeah. Yep. Screw us bad, right? Don't screw all of you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mortgage rate uh, write-off is yep. leaving. Your student loan yep. mortgage rate. Right. Screwing the little guy, yeah. but go ahead and lie. This is for the pipe fitters and the truck drivers. Actually, though, I not to... Lying his ass off. Per usual. First world problems. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. The last pie chart I saw, thanks to my wife's really good job, we were in the first group that was not getting hit. Okay. By the, so I would assume... <laughs> that you will be okay as well. Well, maybe 2018. <laughs> but yeah, okay. But yeah. All right. So, folks. so the so the people say, Pete, you don't own something now, do you? No. All right, I you're can't. good. All right, good. You can't. He goes, I can't. And you won't be able to. I can't. I can't own it. What do you mean, can't? Why you can't actually you? could now. The way things are going, Pete. <laughs> can can you borrow your wife for a year? No. <laughs> I can't. Well, I don't know. Ask him. What are you looking uh, at me for? You can't. Why can't you? Let's not get into that bogus shit. <laughs> oh, no, you can't throw no updates. Yeah. <laughs> no, they talk about can't. We can't. Well, it's, a, it's an expensive venture on, uh, okay, on Long Island. All right, we'll say all. that. Just say, uh, well, that's what he meant. All right, so I'm well, out of the pie chart. Yeah, I don't I think have to... I, we, yeah, we'll be all right. <laughs> okay, so we'll be all right-ish. Ish. Yeah, yeah Mikey ish. B's like, ah, I moved to Jersey. I, I knew it. I moved. The Garden State. <laughs> Garden. Uh, <laughs> Which is also in the United States, so you're not. Uh, you're not going to be farmer. right. You're yeah. going to be hit too. Yep. Yeah, at least we can turn left up here in New York. Yeah, right, exactly. Aha. Huh? Uh-huh. Yeah, you can't. Jug handles. Is can't that an official left. Republican Party yeah, talking point? First time Pete's turned left. <laughs> ah, I, got I, I like that. I got I like that. You're really good. Yeah, it was, oh. it was really good. The, Look oh, at so him up. on fire because he's a Republican, Brian. <laughs> And then you go screw it up, you dumbass. <laughs> what is wrong with you? He did that to me yesterday, and I a... wanted to stab him. Oh, uh, see? It's, it's you, hilarious when he did it to you. Thank he did it to me, and I really wanted him right. to die. <laughs> Thanks for coming yeah, with no, me finally. That one time that his whole family was mad when I was pretending to be you, 
wishing something bad happened to him. Yeah. This is now me wishing something bad happened to him. Wait, yesterday. wait, wait, wait. Go back on this. His whole family was mad at you? Yeah, because... the time when he was traveling and I, and I pretended to be Brian and said, could his part of the plane crash? And everyone was like, oh, you wanted him to die. And he called me upset from San Diego. That bothered me. I right. didn't call you. I texted you. Texted wow. I didn't know. S- did you know this story? Yes. You, you did. Oh, okay. We discussed it on the air. I was here. Yeah. Oh, Why wow. would you text him about it? He, you know he wasn't serious. Just enjoy I'm, your damn you're days right. no, in you're San right. Diego. I, I, I know I'm no. right. Let me say I'm right. I don't need you talking over me <laughs> while I'm saying I'm right. Dumbass. <laughs> could mess up his own perfectly good joke. We're all laughing. Be a better man, please. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go back to Pete buying a house. <laughs> that was going over yeah, so well. I can't. <laughs> you ain't going to be able to buy a damn thing because of that grand birthday in the White House your ass voted for. Well, thanks, Brian. <laughs> Steph Curry just 15 points on so 6 of get. 17 shooting in regulation last night at Staples. Lucky for him. And the Warriors, there was overtime. Andre to Curry. Right side, another three for Steph. Got another one. Back-to-back triples for Curry. To open the extra period, Tim Roy, Warriors Radio. Curry scored 13 in overtime for a 127-123 victory. Lonzo Ball had 15 with 10 assists in his first pro encounter with Curry. Great player. You know, he's one of the best in the world. He can prove that in overtime, you know, carry the team to the win. LaMarcus, so Ald- focuses. LaMarcus Aldridge scored 41, his most as a spur in a 104-95 decision over the Grizzlies, who are now 0-1 under interim coach J.B. Bickerstaff and have lost nine straight overall postgame. GM Chris Wallace said there are no plans to trade Marcus Saul or Mike Conley. Brooklyn, a 109-94 win in Dallas. The Magic snapped their nine-game slide, 121-108 over the Thunder. 40 points and 15 boards from Aaron Gordon. 29 points and 10 assists for James Harden. As the Rockets won their sixth straight, 118-97 over the Pacers. And the Sixers held off the Wizards, 118-113. Washington head coach Scott Brooks chose to hack a Ben Simmons in the fourth quarter. His free throw percentage is not good at the moment. Uh, so it gave us a chance to stop the clock and... Shoot threes, why, you know, hopefully they miss free throws. They didn't. Simmons hit six of his final eight free throws to seal the win. He took 24 total in the fourth quarter. That apparently is a the most in a single quarter in NBA history. 29 free throws on the night. He had 15 of them. Number one, Duke used a late 17-4 run to win at Indiana, 91-81. Number 13, North Carolina took care of Michigan, 86-71. And number 23, TCU, in its first game as a ranked team in three years, got by Belmont. 87-76. Call him Dave Doe. Maybe call him Tennessee football coach Dave Duran. Reportedly deciding between the Vols and an extension at NC State. Duran, the third name linked to Tennessee in the last 36 hours following <laughs> OK State's Mike Gundy and Purdue's Jeff Brom. Herm Edwards will not be going to Knoxville because he's apparently the next head coach at Arizona State. All that's left is approval from the school president who is currently traveling in China. Uh, Herm <laughs> Last coached in 2008 with the Chiefs. Uh, that's a long time ago. I don't remember him being a good head coach then. But apparently <laughs> apparently he's a nice guy, which yeah. is making things all okay. Uh, and terrible new, hire. And new Florida coach Dan Mullen expected to bring defensive coordinator Todd Grantham with him from Mississippi State. The Anaheim Ducks snapping a four-game skid, 3-2 in St. Louis. Pete, back to you. <laughs> I can just see Herman Edwards you know, doing his whole shtick like in the facility. You know, 
You better go to class now. <laughs> you gonna go to class now? Because you gotta get that education. You gotta show up to that class. You gotta go to class now. You going to class? Where you going? You going to class? You best be going to class now. And he's going to one of the top party schools in the whole yeah. nation. <laughs> Good luck. Better not be doing no roofing this weekend. We can't be doing that now. You be going to class now. That's what you do. I don't want no old pictures of penises. Dr- so bad is this? <laughs> Oh, you can't say that. How have you not figured <laughs> the rules out yet? <laughs> Every time I go down the road and chest toe the line, you burst right over. You drive your Nissan Armada right through the fence. That's what it's for, breaking down barriers. Right? <laughs> Focus, Brian. Focus. Okay. I'm You're sorry. right. He's so bad. What were we talking about the last time that Greg wasn't here? And you're like, you know, it's okay if you get hit in the, uh, you know, in the area. His genitalia. <laughs> De-escalate a situation and not allow your anger to get the best of you. I'm still learning the craft. <laughs> Just in time. On that three-year plan. Oh, man. Pretend he's Zucker and behave yourself when he's next to you, okay? Good believe You wouldn't say that around hair. Zucker would say that. He wouldn't say what he said. I was so floored in that moment that that was your contribution to the Herb Edwards thing. Well... talk anymore i can't uh, where do i go from here and nobody <laughs> heard it right you, nobody ended up here that would have been better to say uh, <laughs> i know we go we go to someone who should have something drawn on his head this dude who forced the florida state fan out of the the, 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 oh, uh, the okay. building there when uh, Jimbo Fisher was doing his radio show. He All asked right. a perfectly good question. Okay. Okay. <laughs> he just asked about your loyalty to the program. <laughs> you came in here. You spoke so glowingly about Florida State. Uh, you love being in Tallahassee. You love being a Seminole. And then I asked that question to you. Some jerk pulls the microphone from me and then shoves me out of the building. Okay. He's going to turn around and... No, he shouldn't have. He should have just kept walking like he did. Why are you shoving me out of the damn building? Like okay. I'm at a political rally or something. Yeah, that was, was so wrong. I know. Well, that's what people are crazy. College football, we know. It's just nuts. Come on. Protecting each other too much. And he just he said, where's the loyalty? That was it. All these rumors swirling about Jimbo Fisher possibly going to Texas A&M. Perfectly good question. No well, problem with that question. Well, I mean, yelling out where's the loyalty is, is different than saying, are you going to stay here, right? I mean, are you going to be loyal to this? But, I mean, maybe he was being belligerent. But to get him pushed out. Right. Like that, the guy like, shoved mean, him a couple times. Right. It's should just have smacked him. Yeah. No, he shouldn't have. No, 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 no. He should not have. No. He should have taken that moment. Make sure you <laughs> check that anger out there, okay? He checked his anger. There was no need to shove the guy. You snatch the microphone from him, and then you shove him? Really? You all right over there? Yeah. I just did so much laughing. You know laughing produces the mm-hmm. phlegm for me. Yeah. So it's a tough thing. Try to talk through that. All right. 
We're going to uh, take a break, come back, talk about some players and social justice and the NFL and money and all that good stuff. Coming up next. Follow us on Twitter at Geo and Jones. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Last segment, I was doing the Herm Edwards impersonation of how he's going to handle some of the younger kids and their and they're partying in the hallway and you know i was getting a, a slightly risque with some of the jokes and then brian as he's prone to do just burst through with something that you can't say on the air and it was the funniest thing that we've done in a while so pdp went and bleeped it so just to, to listen back to it is pretty funny so let's hear it I don't want no old pictures of penises drawn on people's faces while they're sleeping. <laughs> Whatever y'all do in that fraternity house. Yeah, none of that t- <laughs> <laughs> you are so bad at this. <laughs> Should we tweet out what he said so people know? Uh, no. No. No? Don't tweet out anything. Oh, okay. The hell is wrong with you? <laughs> we'll tweet so people know. They know. They figure it out. <laughs> oh, they can figure it out? Yeah. I don't know if they can figure it out. Sure they can. Anybody ask what he said? We could, we could send listener. it directly to them. <laughs> no. <laughs> you were comfortable enough to say it on the well, air. Oh, I thought you could. Oh, okay. you can't. No. Well, no. You, you can tweet it. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> You're giving the throat slash <laughs> side. What is, is that? Is that what is, I was scratching my throat. Oh, is that what that was? <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know. Is that what you meant? Did you know that there's a street named after T. Martin at the University of Tennessee? No, I didn't, damn it. All right, so you don't want Mike to do it. I'll do it then. I'll get access to the account. What? Why would you do it if it... Boy, well, you gave him the throat slash. You didn't give me the throat slash. your house when I get fired. <laughs> okay? You're not going to. No, I'm coming gonna... to your house. Okay? Yeah. I remember you said that. Record that, too. You're not. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't go all the way yeah. out there. Um. All right, it's out there. No, I, I didn't. I didn't do it. Uh, well, Relax. Crying out loud. figure it out. <laughs> I don't think they can. All right. So this story, well, let me get out of the Matt Lauer statement. Are you interested <laughs> in the Matt Lauer statement? Yeah. What did he say? All right. There are no words to express my sorrow and regret for the pain I have caused others by words and actions. To the people I have hurt, I am truly sorry. As I am writing this, I realize the depth of the damage and disappointment I have left behind at home and at NBC. Some of what is being said about me is untrue or mischaracterized, but there is enough truth in these stories to make me feel embarrassed and ashamed. I regret that my shame is now shared by the people I cherish dearly. Repairing the damage will take a lot of time and soul-searching, and I'm committed to to beginning that effort. It is now my full-time job, The last two days have forced me to take a very hard look at my own troubling flaws. It's been uh, humbling. I am blessed to be surrounded by the people I love and thank them for their patience and grace. That is the Matt Lauer statement Mm. Mm -hmm. after the firing yesterday from the Today Show. Wow. And then you have knuckleheads like uh, former MLB player Brett Boone, who is just just ridiculous, uh, sending out direct messages to a reporter up in Seattle. A reporter he doesn't even know. Yeah, and calling it liberal BS. Why does everything have to be left or right? Why can't it just be right or wrong? I mean, 
exposing yourself to someone, an employee who's not asking for it, that's liberal BS, you <laughs> dumbass. Brett Boom, you, you won't you won't be you wouldn't have fun in my foursome, my golf foursome. I understand what's said on a golf course. You're not assaulting people on the golf course. Yes, we make crass jokes on the golf course and other places, in the workplace when it's just us dudes. We do that. Yeah, that's totally different than making a young lady or a young man uncomfortable in the workplace by sexually assaulting them. You jerk. Why does it have to be li- liberal BS? Well, the thing I also Why can't didn't it just know- be right or wrong, so, dumbass? It also didn't make any sense because a lot of the people who have gone down have been labeled as liberal, right? right? A lot yeah, of these, I and mean- it's not idiotic he is. Oh, I got sexually harassed twice today. The Starbucks girl smiled at me. Yeah, really? this is so. That's what Shut Brett. Up. That's what Brett Boone what wrote to dude. this reporter. Like, what type of idiot though is going to do the something same idiot like that? who voted for the grabber in chief? That's what type of idiot. The same idiots are going to vote for this dude down in Alabama. Those type of idiots. What was the uh, response from the reporter you have in front of you? I was wondering why you felt like it was a good idea to make light of sexual harassment in an unsolicited message to a reporter, because it's a joke was the response from Boone, and I have no clue who you are, nor do I care. Just sick of all the liberal BS, and everyone all of a sudden is offended. Sorry that bothered you. Go back to whatever you do in your PC world, and once again, I apologize if you were offended. You definitely would not be allowed to play golf in my foursome. Oops, it just happened again. The girl at Vons told me to have a good day. I mean, this dude is just stupid. He is stupid. Hope someone assaults your one of your children. Whoa, or your wife. No, How we, about that? We don't want that. Dummy. Yeah, we do. We don't want. He's that. making light of it. It's yeah, nothing. But I still don't. Let want it happen to one of his family members. Yeah, I still don't want Dumbass. to see anybody get what be in that idiot. situation. Idiot. Yeah, hopefully he learns in a different way. Maybe the steroids went to his head. Yeah, people have blamed him for that. They've accused him of that as well. Play in my foursome. What? <laughs> The picture that Deadspin used to him. Oh, yeah. So weird looking. Looks like a creep. Did you see? Yeah, it looks like a cartoon character. So, like, I guess he was throwing out the first pitch at a Mariners game. It looked bizarre. Liberal BS. (laughs) I want to play in your foursome. Invite me, jackass. Mikey B, can you get Brian and get me in his foursome? His foursome? I'll salt his you, ass. Is this something you could do? All right, I am working on it right now. All right, he's uh, he's in there. Finds the agent, get him in the foursome. Maybe you guys become friends. No, I'll, I'll be his friend. All right, put a club up his. All right, so give me my anger toolbox. <laughs> yeah, where is it? Don't you need it? I do. Right now, I think you need it. You need the I'm anger too much. Everybody's going to be left or right, liberal or conservative. Bull, it's just right or wrong. Sit. Leave it at that. That's a cop-out. The NFL is going to contribute nearly $100 million over a seven-year period to support social justice issues. Players feel the need to be addressed under a tentative agreement reached Wednesday night. I'm reading from the USA Today article on this. Um, so the Washington Post also reported the deal does not directly address the national anthem protest, which began last season to raise awareness to police brutality and racial inequality. The project will fund programs that deal with law enforcement and community relations along with the criminal justice, along with criminal justice and education reform. Now, this deal was out there. The news of it was reported. And then soon after that, couple of different players decided to leave 
the Players Coalition that was formed by Malcolm Jenkins of the Philadelphia Eagles and former wide receiver Anquan Bolden. So Michael Thomas and Eric, Eric Reed, Reed were right. the two, and they they put out the same statement of you know why they decided to leave and you know after much consideration. So some of the things that they were upset about were they didn't believe that Colin Kaepernick was involved enough. Eric Reed thought that that mm-hmm. Malcolm Jenkins had not included Colin Kaepernick enough in the Players Coalition, and they just didn't like the way that the dealings were going between the NFL and this coalition. And I'm going to take a leap here and felt maybe that this spending money or throwing money at the problem was a cop-out, and that was another part of the reason why they decided not to be well, a part of this anymore. do we know yet, and I don't believe we do, how the funds will be allocated? You know, essentially, will this be a lobbying effort to give voice to the disparity in in incarceration rates? Will it be a lobbying effort to uh, give voice to those who have been harmed by police brutality? We don't know how those funds are going to be allocated. So uh, I, I think... Uh, in in that vein, uh, Michael Thomas and Eric Reed need to pump their brakes. Let's see how we use these funds that are going to be uh, allocated over the next seven years. And, and you'll get you know the, the you, you'll get to the details of it. The devil's in the details, and, and you'll get to the nitty gritty at some point as far as how we go about and, and use the funds in, in our communities. That's one thing. Uh, as far as Colin Kaepernick not being uh, a part of these go- negotiations and not having a seat at the table, I can understand that concern. And yes, Eric Reed was right there, shoulder to shoulder with Colin Kaepernick in that 49ers locker room on the field with him, and he's been there from day one. So, yeah, and, and you've heard this before, those clamoring for Colin Kaepernick to have a seat at the table uh, from the early onset of, of these talks. So I, I get that. But to then put out a statement, he and Michael Thomas, and essentially it's the same statement, the Players Coalition was supposed to f- – be formed as a group that represents NFL athletes who have been silently protesting social injustice and racism. However, Malcolm and Enquan can no longer speak on our behalf as we don't believe the coalition's beliefs are in our best interests as a whole. Uh, I, I would disagree with that. And Anquan Bolden, and, and as, as, as well as uh, Malcolm Jenkins, has said Eric Reed's been on every call. Michael Thomas has been on every call. They've been, a, they've had a seat at the table, and any time they were wrapping up a meeting, at the conclusion they would always ask, "Does anyone else have anything else to share? Is there any? Are there any other concerns?" And if you don't speak up, you don't speak up. So to now say, after you've getting a little, little bit down the road, and and you've come to an agreement on on a, a monetary. Uh, stance as far as how to uh, involve yourself in the conversation on myriad topics that uh, are, are a problem in in our community. You now say, well, they're not; they can't speak for us. When you've had a chance to speak, you've had numerous opportunities to speak, and you continue to speak now through this uh, this letter saying that you're going to remove yourselves from the process. So I, I don't, those two don't jive with me. If the goal was to raise awareness and to do what you could as high-profile athletes and get the league that you work in, who's got a lot of money, to help out in that process, then, I mean, that goal was achieved. It, it, that was. Now, I don't know what other goals that those guys have, Eric Reed, Michael Thomas. Now, if if the, the statement didn't give enough to me, right. so I I want to know what goals that they had set out yes. 
that other were than, not achieved. Other than Kaepernick not having a seat at the table, not being as involved as Eric Reed and, and, and others would have liked. Right, what, but, what, what else? But that's not missing? in the statement, though, was the, you know, right, it yes, doesn't represent. Exactly. So, so it's got to yeah. be more than that. Right. Um, but if the beginning, if the whole start of this thing was, I want to raise awareness to these issues, mm-hmm. and what we can do is high-profile people, and the league is a very high-profile place with a lot of money, maybe we can try to help change some things. They accomplished that, did right. they not? And it, and it doesn't say anywhere in here that this is a quid pro quo. It not, nowhere does it say in this agreement that was released yesterday, it does it say, well, now stop protesting. It doesn't say that whatsoever. So I don't understand... Uh, their frustration uh, with, with the deal that is now being offered. Right. It's not like, all right, we're going to give you all this money. Now you got to stand. No. Never said that. And it's not as simple as throwing money at the problem. Right. No, it isn't. But it seems like there's been some progress made I from agree. where I there's, sit. There is progress. I'm with you. I, from where I sit, too. Gio and Jones, CBS Sports Radio. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.